Welcome to week 99 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. I am over here now and way far away later. 99 weeks. A few things to get out of the way. Uh, Thanks to... It's close to 104. It is. Thanks to uh, Janice Sharma for the uh, theme song this week. (laughs) Thank you, Janice. And uh, what else is going on? Follow us on all social media at TGIFCast. You can find us on YouTube. Just search Two Guys Into Fridays. And uh, make sure you come join us at Awesome Con uh, August the 20th, right? Yep. Yep, only a couple weeks away. And uh, we will be out there doing the show live. Maybe some more updates on that uh, next week's episode about exactly what we're going to be doing. But, um... Yeah, before we get into the show, we do like to go back, see what was going on 30 years ago. Not a whole lot of new stuff, but the uh, one that I did pull up, I know we had talked about like the uh, creating of the World Wide Web like a few months ago, I think, right? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, well, uh, I guess this uh, this week, August 6th, 1991, this would have been when uh, they actually debuted as a publicly available service on the internet. So August 6th, 1991. When who debuted? The World Wide Web. Like the World Wide Web, like the cut the ribbon and you could immediately, you could go to like AOL and, and I mean, MTV. There was, I think there was like one website up there or something like we, we've talked about this, but uh, this is I when know, like the public feel, was I able to mean. get to it. Yeah. Okay. I feel uh, like when I was a kid, the only two websites I knew about were AOL and MTV.com. Yeah. Um, what about uh, movies and music for the week? What was number one? Yeah. So number one song is still the same. Everything I do, I do it for you by Brian Adams, the great Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves song. And then uh, new movie, we've got okay. Hot Shots, oh. the Charlie Sheen spoof movie. Uh, so that was number one this week. That was part one that came out in 91? Part one. Oh, yeah. All right. And um, then I don't know when part do part do part do comes out. Yeah, I feel like there might have been a, a decent gap between the two of them. I don't think it was like right after the other. I I don't know. I feel like it was I feel like they were like, we gotta we gotta we get gotta this, get as this as possible. Get OJ back. Yeah, let me, hold on. I'm gonna look it up because it can't be that hard to find. Uh I mean I know it's not that hard to find. Where is Hot Shot? 93. So not not too uh, bad. Okay, yeah, closer than I thought. Uh any birthdays yeah. this week? Yeah, so first of all, we, we missed a birthday. We missed oh, two birthdays oh. last week. I apologize. That's my fault. So Wednesday, July 28th were the birthdays for both, or was the birthday for both, uh, Lori Laughlin, of course, Aunt Rebecca on on uh, Full House. Yep. And uh, Sally Struthers, who is the voice of Charlene on, on Dinosaurs. Okay. Happy so birthday. Happy birthday to yeah. both of them. And then uh, the new one, the update, the, the one that's actually happened this week, uh, Tuesday the 3rd uh, was Miss Jo Marie Payton's birthday. So Harriet Winslow, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Harriet. I'm going to call her Harriet. That's fine. I think she's okay with that. Uh, anything else before we get into the episodes for this week? No, I don't have anything. Uh, no, I think right. we should just go and start talking about stuff. So new episodes this week. We have a brand new Hi, Honey, I'm Home. We also decided that we went back and watched uh, the next episode in line of Dinosaurs. and that's I was able to talk about. Steve into it. It didn't take that much, really. It, it, I got mean looks, though. I was like, all right, it's fine. Very grumpy mean looks. Um, Hi, Honey, I'm Home. This is episode four. The name of the episode is Dates from Heck. 
and uh, it does start off like it seems like all the shows are going to start off. We've get it, we've got an old clip from their old sitcom. Uh, in this mm-hmm. one, the uh, family is uh, making Chucky think that they forgot his birthday, and he's like all sad, and they're at the front door getting ready to come in. They open the door. It's a surprise party. His entire Hoo Hoo Scout gang, which we find out uh, he's part of. I mean, he, I think he's been dressed in the outfit before, right? I feel like he's always dressed in the outfit. Like, unless they've got him in some other silly outfit, like the, is it the Hoo Hoo Scouts? I put the Owl Scouts, but Hoo Hoo Scouts sounds better. I put Hoo Hoo Scouts. I think, I mean, I don't know where I would have got that from if it's not right, but. Yeah, um, let's go with that. Um, I think that that's his default outfit when he's not wearing something even more ridiculous. But we do get to see the uh, the Hoo Hoo Scout, like, song slash chant kind of thing that they do, and it, it's pretty cool. Right. Like, it is, I, I it's mean, fun. I don't know if cool's the right word, but uh, it's enjoyable to watch. It's funny for the show. Yeah. All right. So after that clip, uh, after the theme song, we come back to Elaine. She's answering the phone. Um, work is calling her. They're asking her if she wants to come in for overtime, but she's like, no, I want to spend some time with my kids. Um, so not going to come in for overtime. Good work-life balance. I like that. Yeah. And then uh, Mike and Skunk come home. Um Mike had taken Skunk to the uh, optometrist, I guess, to go see how his eyes were doing. And it turns out our good buddy Skunk has to get glasses. Does this even go anywhere? Or this seemed like such a kind of random thing at the beginning that had potential to play into the episode. And I I don't remember it ever coming back besides this. Is he wearing glasses at all the rest of the episode? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Yeah, it made me think of like, uh, Urkel and Stephanie Tanner for some reason though like her yeah right right except that was like the entire episode yeah they made that go a little further so um, Elaine starts making dinner for uh, the kids I think she's just like looking through all the TV dinners and stuff that she's got going on in there and uh, Mike's like oh I'm not having dinner here tonight I'm actually going to the Nielsen's they invited me over and uh, Skunk's like oh yeah and I'm going to some friend's house because uh, he needs help starting his parents car because they're out of town and so now Elaine is home alone, making dinner alone after she decided not to go into work and the kids are just going to leave her. Yep. And something else we find out here is that Mike's birthday is coming up um, and he has asked for a VC programmer, VCR programmer for his birthday. But the key part here is that he's got a birthday coming up. What's a VCR programmer? I assume it's something that like if your VCR didn't already have the ability to to like, to, like schedule, record on a timer record. Kind of yeah, that this would help facilitate that. I mean, I don't know. But I don't that's remember my ever having like anything like that, like a separate device that plugged into my VCR to do that. I don't either, but I barely knew how to. I think most people barely knew how to use the V like the the program feature on their VCR to begin with. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I have no idea. I mean, I really wasn't messing around too much with my VCR back as far as, unless I was just watching something that was on tape. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so Elaine decides to call work back. She says, I'm going to come in for those two shifts while the uh, kids are gone. Sounds good. Sounds reasonable. So then we go to a scene. Um, I think Skunk's, is he in his bedroom? I can't remember. Bedroom or somewhere he's playing video games. Yeah, I think he's in the den because Honey comes in. This That's scene right. bothered me a little bit because he's he's obviously playing Metroid on the Nintendo and he's playing it with an NES Advantage. Both of those things I'm okay with. What really bothered me here is that the sound effects that they're using for Metroid are the, clearly the sound effects from Pac-Man. And that's annoying. It's not even like the same system. It's a completely different game oh, on man. a completely different system that they're using the sound effects for. <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, Travis said, Babs and Honey come over and they come over to invite the boys for dinner. And then uh, they, I, 
I don't think they get like an answer, but they're like, hey, come over for dinner, and they leave, and then uh, Mike gets home because he wasn't home at that point, and he feels that his mom is actually ignoring them when obviously we've already seen what's happened this episode. Yeah, I think that there's just a lot of miscommunication between all of the duffs on like what intentions are. I, I think that they would they would all like to spend more time together, but they're just the, the kids see them as being busy. Elaine sees the kids as just not wanting to hang out with her. So I think that they just need to have a conversation. So she also left them a note um, that dinner's in the fridge and uh, obviously more TV dinners. And then uh, Skunk tells Mike that the Nielsen's Babs and Honey came over and actually invited him to dinner, which is what he's going to go do. Yep, yep. So they go over to the Nielsen's for dinner. Yep, so that's where we're at now. Uh, Mike's at dinner with the Nielsen's. Uh, did Skunk go too or no? I believe I think, he did. Oh, I didn't think he no? did for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't remember I don't him being know. there. But uh, it's, no, he's definitely not at that table, I don't think. Because they're doing like the family tell time where they're all going around the table. You're like, right. Talking about, I don't, like yeah. good things that happen. Their day. like that. Yeah. yeah. And, I think it's important to know that their dinner is like a full-on Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, it's a giant turkey. It's all the sides. It's, it's a full-on meal. Yeah. And uh, they're going around, everyone's saying like their favorite thing. And Mike's favorite thing, of course, is dinner with the Nielsen's and it makes everyone really happy. It is. But I think w the way he phrases it is that it's dinner with his favorite sitcom family. Um, and of course this enables them to do the thing they do every episode where they remind Mike that he's the only one that knows their secret and nobody can find out, even though it hasn't even been a problem to begin <laughs> with. But um, I also liked, I also liked Babs. Um, good thing that happened to her was that she, there's a rumor going around that she's going to be homecoming queen and it's a rumor that she started herself. Yeah. <laughs> she's well on to the, uh, yeah, the campaigning, I guess, really early. Right. And we also find out here, Lloyd's thing is that he got a, a job at the, um, at a savings and loan, which is kind of a, a joke at the fact that savings and loans were really kind of highly regarded back in the day. And then during like the eighties, the there was a huge scandal with savings and loans and it became a very like disreputable thing. Um, so I think that that's going to be a gimmick for Lloyd throughout this show is that he gets new jobs that he thinks are really good jobs, but history has proven that they are in fact not good jobs or they've, they've not held up well. So um, you know, he was the, he worked at the, the first store and now he's doing the savings and loan. So something always different. Uh, at this point too, after they're kind of done talking, Elaine comes over, um, she sees everyone enjoying dinner and she really feels like everyone is ignoring her at this point. Right. Um, and then after she kind of says a few words, she leaves and then, um, Honey gets the remote, switches it over to black and white, and then Mike asks um, if he can just stay their family forever. I think Mike's going to turn into a problem. Yeah? I do. I think that he is not capable of maintaining this, like, separate real-world versus sitcom relationship. You think he's going to let out the secret? I don't know if he's going to let out the secret or if he's going to become, like, I don't know. I just think that this is going to be a problem. I think that Mike is not, I don't think he's chill enough to handle this. Okay. We'll have to see. Um, yeah. So we go, I, this is one of those time hops. We don't know how many days next day, who knows, but uh, we're at the Duff's house. Um, Elaine gets home and then uh, we find out that skunk went to dinner with his dad and his dad's roommate Miranda. And he's telling the story <laughs> about how they had this expensive dinner and uh, how it was so nice. And actually, uh, she's like, oh, your dad must be doing really well. And he's like, oh, no, uh, his girlfriend Miranda paid for everything. Yeah, and I like how they went to Trader Dick's, which is obviously a play on Trader Vic's, the like famous tiki restaurant. 
Uh, Elaine asks Mike uh, what he wants to do for his birthday at this point because we know it's coming up. Trying to, tr- she's trying to figure out what he wants to do, and he says, "Well, I'm going to go to the Nielsen's house because uh, they invited me over." And now Elaine again is feeling left out and ignored by her sons. Exactly. Um, and she says that uh, she's going to go talk to Honey at this point. Yeah, and give her a piece of her mind. So Elaine uh, arrives over at the Nielsen's after the commercial break. Uh, Honey's vacuuming at this time, and Elaine is trying to talk to Honey, but Honey keeps like trying to do things or saying things. She just Elaine's not able to get out what she wants to say. But she does tell her that she's upset and that she's worried about Mike. Yep, she gets it out eventually, and uh, I think uh, she says that what all the stuff that honey is doing for Mike is making her look bad in Mike's eyes. And that's what she's worried about. Right. Exactly. And and Elaine uh, says she's got to go to work. She's got to go to meetings and rallies. She's just trying to do it to make the world a better place for her kids. And she says it hurts. I mean, she's trying to do all this stuff, but she's not getting the recognition that she's looking for at the same time. Yeah. I mean, she's genuinely being sincere with honey and honey. I think, I mean, I don't think she is. Honey feels really bad about, the situation that she's kind of putting Elaine in or that that's happening as a result of what she's doing. Yep. So Elaine leaves and uh, honey says that she's going to make it right. And uh, she decides to make a call to another famous sitcom uh, character. Maybe the most famous sitcom character. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a letdown for me, but uh, she does call Lucy from I love Lucy. Who are you? Who did you think it was going to be? My, my, my letdown is not immediate. It happens later. Oh, because Lucy isn't actually on the show? Yeah. <laughs> was she? I'm not even sure if she was alive at that point. Oh, is that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's um, why she didn't appear. Yeah, she she died in 1989. That would probably be why. So um, That would probably be why. But she did make Also, happy birthday, Lucille Ball. She would have, uh, her birthday would have been August 6th this week. So oh, happy birthday. Perfect. Um, so then we go a little, uh, anything you want to say about this call? I didn't really make a lot of notes no i mean it's it's typical hi honey i'm home she calls she asks how how uh desi and i can't remember this the son's name is it desi Jr.? she's just asking about like all the characters she's asking the about the family like, what and whatnot it's it's pretty standard you know referencing uh old sitcom made me think lucy was going to be on the show but then uh as travis pointed out she probably couldn't appear that week that would have been some magic some television magic um, so then we go a little later, um, Mike is over at the Nielsen's again for dinner and, uh, honey is like, something's going on. She's dressed crazy. She's acting crazy. She's, this is, this is like from an episode of I love Lucy, right? It, it is. It's directly from an episode. She, I mean, she's dressed like a hillbilly. She's got the pipe. She's got a blacked out tooth. She's got the outfit. She, she's kind of loud and brash. She's got a, a like a big butt and a, and a bottle of booze she's carrying in her, in her shirt. So. Yeah, I mean, the whole plan is she wants to act crazy, so hopefully Mike won't want to spend time with them there anymore, and she and he goes home. Right. So um, it's kind of working, but then Mike actually realizes what's going on, and uh, he gets upset and runs out because, like... He, well, I, he starts to talk through it. So he's like, hey, wait, this is from the episode of I Love Lucy, uh-huh. where Lucy is doing the same thing to try to get rid of... I think it was was Desi's boss. Um, and then he realizes that based on the fact that he's the only one in the, in the room, that's not the family, that he is the one that she is trying to get rid of. He gets upset, runs out of the house. 
So uh, Honey follows him back to uh, his house and explains the whole reason that he that she did it and that she's doing it is because uh, his mom misses him and uh, he was she was just trying to make it up to her to make sure that they get to spend some time together. And Mike gets it. Mike understands, and I think he 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 sees what's going on. Yeah, she's telling him like how great his mom is and everything, and he, obviously, like you said, he believes her, and uh, that's where we're back now. Like, I think that happened on the porch, right? Or, or it wasn't in the kitchen. It was like in another room or on the way to his house or something like that. That sounds right, yeah. So uh, Mike runs home. Um, he gets there. It's a dark and empty house. He's like, oh, man, no one's here. Um, he's upset that his mom's not there. He turns on the lights, and it's a surprise, just like in the beginning of surprise. the episode. Uh, Elaine's decorated. She's got balloons up and everything. And she's really um, just trying to, uh, I mean, make it special for Mike, I guess. Yeah, yeah. She's got him a, for his gift, she gives him uh, a donation to the to the Save the Whale, or the Whale Defense Fund. I think they actually opposed- named a whale after Mike. Right, right. So instead of the VCR programmer, he now has a whale that he will never see. Yeah. And uh, Mike does love it, though. He's appreciative of it. And uh, she says that, Honey has a surprise as well for Mike, and then they open up the door, and we do get our uh, our famous character from a sitcom as uh, Gomer Pyle, and the Nielsens arrive with a birthday cake, and uh, Gomer is uh, singing happy birthday to Mike. And of course, Steve, based on our conversation last week, you're well aware that Jim Neighbors, who plays Gomer Pyle, was in the Andy Griffith show with Andy Griffith until they had he had a spinoff show, Gomer Pyle USMC, right? You, well, you, you well knew he aware. was in the Andy Griffith show. I, okay. I, I did, though. I did though, know that. Um, okay. All right. So then we get like our ending clip that we get on some of the episodes where uh, we get a little extra with uh, the character. Oh, hey, hey, I'm sorry. I hate to say, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. One thing I want to note about the whole birthday scene uh-huh. is that when Mike blows out those candles, he spits everywhere. <laughs> like he blows out the candles like a three-year-old would blow out candles with no regard to anybody else eating that cake. That's he just funny. spits all over it. So, so our ending clip, we've got a uh, honey and Lloyd, they're on the couch and Lloyd wants to, um, celebrate that just everything's going well. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. They're basically just hanging out relaxing in the, in the den. Um, Lloyd and honey. He, uh, one of them grabs the remote, turns it to black and white, turns on the music and they start like slow dancing. But then, uh, Gomer pops in and he asks if he can step in for the dance and then he flips it to like goofy Gomer pile dancing. The music speeds up. Honey and Gomer dance. They trade off a few times with Lloyd. And then that's your ending clip and the end of this episode of Hi Honey, I'm Home. I wouldn't call it goofy dancing. I would call it he switched and they started doing some really good swing dancing, which is appropriate for his like characters being part of the military. I thought I thought it went from like kind of more of a slow paced dance to the Hi Honey, I'm Home theme song to like some really upbeat, cool looking. I felt like it was dancing. comedic dancing, but I don't know. I think it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to showcase some swing dancing. Yeah. Okay. So, um, after that, we watched, uh, an old, well, not an old, but like the next in line for us episode of dinosaurs. Um, I didn't write down an episode, like what season or episode number or anything this would have been. Cause everything's all messed up with Disney. Like we've always talked about. I'm going to say, give me one second. I'm going to okay. tell you because I think, I think it's important. Okay. Um, I should have had this ready and I apologize. So let's see. Season two, dinosaurs. This was the, was this, yeah, this was Unmarried with Children, yep. correct? Yep. That was the name of it. So season two, episode nine. 
Season two, episode nine, if you were following with the actual episode numbers, and then it's like season two, episode two or something on, on Disney Plus. But uh Yeah, two or three, something like that. Unmarried with children, of course. Married with children is the uh, popular show, but uh that's right. the name of this episode. And after the theme song, we come to uh I think Baby and maybe Earl are watching. I don't know, it was like a guy's night, right? Oh, yep. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like Robbie Earl and like some of Earl, his friends. Roy is in there, there, and then some other unnamed dinosaur and baby are all watching. What essentially is either like wrestling or boxing or two dinosaurs fighting each yeah. other. Yeah, Dino's watching TV. I think one of them bites the other one, and then it turns into. Well, the champ gets eaten. Yeah, the champ gets like eaten on in the match. <laughs> uh, from there, it goes into a burping contest where they all just go around the room and do really loud burps and. Uh, Robbie's is kind of weak and then he gets to baby and baby's unable to do it at first, but then like lets out a real good one after Robbie like hits him in the back at one point and uh, yep. know, just a little burping contest. A little burping contest. It's so, guys being guys. Yep. Uh, we go to the kitchen. Um, this is same time. Charlene and Fran are in there. They're talking about men being disgusting because I guess they can hear the burping going on in the other room. And uh, they also talk about a new herbivore dinosaur neighbor brontosaurus that they saw out the window. And uh, as they're talking about that, she comes over and uh, peeps her head through the window. Yeah, and it's literally just her head. Her it's her neck kind of comes in through the door. Yeah, which makes sense for Brontosaurus. And sure. uh, we find out she's not the new neighbor. Instead, she is the uh, real estate agent trying to sell the house across the way. Um, I think we... What is her name? Monica, is that right? Monica de Vertebrae. <laughs> And I think that she is going to be a reoccurring character. Okay. I don't think this is the only episode that we see her. Yeah, why waste the puppet, you know? For sure. Yeah, I mean that, that that's this is a, this is a specialty puppet for sure. Um so we find out she's divorced, which is a new like idea to everyone in the Sinclair house that divorce is even a thing. They're all like questioning like, yeah. "Oh, did he die? Did he go in the tar pit?" like trying to figure out Totally foreign idea. Yeah. And uh, she said, no, she just uh, he didn't care enough about me anymore. So I didn't renew our license is what she says. Yep. It turns out that you have to renew your marriage license every 20 years. And all you have to do is pay 40 bucks. And it came time for her to do that. And she's like, "Nah, not going to do it. I don't think he's really worth it. So she just uh, let it expire. And now they're divorced. Yeah. And then there's a whole lot of talk here, too, about like male and female roles in the house, which was a pretty big parallel to Hi, Honey, I'm Home recently, too. Like, uh it's it, true. It made me feel like uh, that Monica was kind of like Elaine and then uh, Honey and uh, Fran kind of have parallels with Earl and Lloyd kind of having parallels. And like they were kind of using a lot of the same, uh, I don't know, just ideas going back and forth on this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Earl thinks the whole thing's hilarious. Like everything that uh, that Monica is saying, he's like, what? How is this even possible? You know, you have to have a husband and he's got to do this yeah. and this. And the, the wife does this and it's does this doesn't make any sense to him. It's just so absurd that a woman would even have these thoughts. Yeah. So um, did I write Thursday? Did they say Thursday at this point? Or can I just not read what I wrote? Probably. I don't think you can read what you wrote. I wrote Thursday morning. Hmm. Earl's the next to, morning, maybe, or later that night. Maybe. Uh, I think. No. I think later. I thought so it was I morning, and then I crossed off morning because it wasn't morning. It was at night. It was at night, right? They were like, no, at, but it, it is Thursday. It is Thursday because Thursday is their special night. That's right. You you are correct. You are correct. So Earl is trying to like wake up Fran to like get some action from her. He's trying to get her to like move around in bed, 
And uh, Fran doesn't want any of it right now. She's just like, "Uh, let's just talk about this whole, like, Monica thing and marriage in general and uh, what you think our relationship actually is. Right. He actually calls Monica a man-hater, and they just start fighting. And that fight kind of spills out of the bedroom. They go into the den, wake up the kids, and the kids come in to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and Charlene kind of sides with her dad, and Robbie kind of sides with his mom, and... uh, Earl is um, trying to find the marriage certificate at this point too, so Robbie can actually read it to see what the um, what the agreement is for marriage as far as uh, dinosaurs go at this time. Right, and I like that he calls Robbie like a tradition killer right here because almost you know in most episodes Robbie is like, why are we doing this? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. So they no. do find the marriage certificate. I think it was used to like balance the coffee table or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the TV, the TV. Yeah, and it was like folded up. They unfold it. Robbie reads a little bit of it. And the big thing, though, right here is they discover the marriage certificate is expired. Which we can, we, I mean, we knew that was coming, right? Yep. So um, we skip to Earl and Fran. They're at whatever office it is that you go and get your, well, uh, renew your marriage license. There's a joke here. They're at the Department of Marriage Vows, which is short for, which is DMV oh, for short. So yeah. they're at the DMV. Um, so we find out when they get up in line that Earl actually has to take a test to, uh, make sure they are qualified to still be married. We also find out that Earl's social security number is 18. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh no, I can't remember it. It's zero, 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 uh, 18. <laughs> it's funny. Cause we're all remembering like these long numbers and all he has to remember is two numbers at the end. It's 18. Right. So there's a vision test, um, which I think, oh yeah, they like put up a, like a paper cutout or like a drawing of like three women and then friends standing in the middle and he has to identify which one is his wife and he actually has a lot of trouble doing it. Right. And, and just to re just to like clarify what you said, you said it perfectly right, but I just want to clarify this. It's like a police emphasis. lineup. But every other person, every other image <laughs> in the lineup is a is a cartoon drawing. Yeah, of a drawing dinosaur. on not the wall. A, like, not even a real dinosaur. Not moving. Fran is the only real dinosaur <laughs> in the lineup, and he still has trouble picking out he's which like, one. Like, oh, is it could Fran. be that one or that one. Oh, yeah. definitely not that one. When he gets to Fran, he's like, Ooh, it's like Fran, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he does uh, eventually get it right because Fran kind of like moves and like gets angry at him, which is when he's able to figure it out. And then we find out. The next part of the test is they actually have to play a round of what we know as the newlywed game, which would air on TV. Right, exactly. So this is this does not go well, though. Earl gets pretty much every... I think he gets every question wrong. He does get every question. Yeah, he gets every question wrong. And uh, they fail their test, and the guy at the DMV does not renew their license. And what he points out, too, is not only did they get every question wrong, but when they first did this, when they first got their marriage license, they got every question right. So things are obviously not going in the right direction. Yep. And uh, now we find out that uh, I guess they're technically not married. So they get home. Um, Earl's trying to tell the kids and uh, that it's just a technicality. And Fran says they're not married. And Earl is going to have to stay at Roy's for a while. Yep. So Earl, is, Earl says he's going to move out. But uh, probably the funny part in this scene, though, is Ethel, uh, their mother, is riding along all around the house in a wheelchair, uh, celebrating and singing My Daughter is Free from Fat Boy over and over again. She's got, like, party favors. I think she might even have a party hat yep, on. Yeah, she does. Um, Earl can't even remember remember Fran's middle name at this point. So he's, he's, not, he's not looking good. 
Uh, we go to a quick scene here. Uh, it might not be that quick. We go to the, uh, the job site. Uh, Roy's there, and uh, he is telling Earl, you know what? Now it's party time. We're both single again. We need to go out, and we need to pick up some girls. Yep. And, and they start practicing, like, pickup lines between Roy and Earl. Yep. They show Fran at home. Um, she's having a tough time, though. She's not liking this whole thing about what's going on. Monica comes over. Um, kind of talking to her, trying to make it a little easy. Uh, Robbie comes home, and this is where we see the kids are not taking this the way that uh, Fran wants them to be taking it. Well, the whole idea here is that Fran is having trouble doing everything at home by herself. Um, Monica's like, don't worry. It just takes some adjustment. You'll get used to it. And then, like you said, we see the kids. Robbie has joined like a motorcycle gang, and Charlene has got three sailors coming to take her on a date, and she's dressed like Madonna. Yeah, and so. Robbie, I mean, he's got full leather outfit on. He rides yeah. his motorcycle into the kitchen. Into the house. Um, and then, like uh, Travis said, like Charlene has on, like, music video Madonna that with, like, almost with, like the cone boobs and stuff like that. Yeah, cone bra, exactly. And then, like, at the back door, these three sailors just show up to uh, take her out on a date. It's very just the ten of us. Uh Friend yells at the kids and uh, makes them stay home, sends the sailors, they're on their way, and uh, Monica and Fran decide that they are going to uh, go have a girls' night out on the town, I guess. Right, right. So then we go to the bar where we've already seen... The uh, Meteor Lounge. Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, I love the Meteor Lounge. I wish the Meteor Lounge was real. Um, I think we they show... Do they show Earl and Roy there first? Yeah, yeah. They're at the bar like talking about women, females... And Earl's talking about how much he misses Fran. Uh, we do see Fran and Monica kind of show up off to the side, and uh, Roy decides that he is going to go try to hit on Monica at this point. I wonder if that's going to be the thing. Like him, her, and Roy are kind of like dating somehow. Oh, uh, maybe. Um, anyway. As he goes over there and does that, uh, Fran and Earl do get the chance to talk. Um, I think to show like that he's still kind of like into her. He tries to like pick her up as part of like a little like cute thing to show that he's like still attracted and still wants to be with her. Well, what he does is he asks questions that are meant to show that he's interested in her and her interests and what she, what she's about. And she's like, you never talked about these things when we were married. And he says something along the lines of like, yeah, but I realized that it's important for me to know what my wife, you know, how she feels and what she's interested in and, and try to engage with her. Yeah, and then um, I think Earl asks Fran if she wants to go somewhere a little more romantic, and of course, right. uh, she agrees. She does. So then our final scene of the episode, we go on this uh, this date with uh, Earl and Fran. They're both like, uh, it's a dimly lit room. There's like a table. They're having like a romantic dinner. Candles. Yep, and it turns, they turn on the lights, I guess, and it was just another test. They're back at the DMV, and they're trying to get their license renewed again. Right, but I don't remember what happened exactly, but they fail this this evening out dinner test. Yep, they fail by five points, um, missing to the qualifying amount that is needed to renew your license. But Earl uh, is able to uh, talk the guy at the DMV into giving him the additional points needed. They actually get six more points, and they are able to get their license renewed. Yeah, the test giver's like, oh, I forgot about the back of this form where you get points for sticking through people when times are tough and being there when, when your family needs you, things like that. Yeah. And I think those were like three points each. So now they yeah. have the points they're needed. Fran is very happy and uh, lovingly takes Earl home. Right. And this is where we find out that Thursday night 
is spaghetti night. And that's what that's what Earl was excited about. He wanted his spaghetti. <laughs> so yeah, so. that's uh that's it for this week. I mean, we've got that's our dinosaurs. hot honey, we've got our dinosaurs, and uh, we are going to keep on moving. Episode one hundred next week. Episode one hundred, so close, so so close to two years. Um. Once again, thanks to Janish for the uh, theme song this week. Yes, thank you, Janish. And Janish, is that did I say that right, Janish? Yeah, I think that's right. Um, cool. Make sure we got links to his stuff on the uh, on the show notes, <laughs> so you can go find him that way. Awesome. Excuse me. Um, follow us on all social media at TGIF Cast. Uh, Two guys in the Fridays on YouTube, and uh, if you've got anything you want to send us, like your own version of the theme song. Or just an email about whatever. If you need some more info on the uh, Awesome Con appearance, whatever it is, send us an email to go- or TGIFcast at gmail.com. Yep. And again, that Awesome Con appearance is uh, August 20th, so a couple weeks away. And um, I think we're we going to 545. That sounds right to me. Okay. We'll go with that. Is that. That's not our two year like anniversary at Awesome Con, is it? It's very close. It would be close, but like I, I think sep- so. September nineteenth, I believe, okay. was the original air date for TGI. Something around a couple there, weeks or a 16, couple weeks 19th. before, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out what we're gonna do, and we might announce it, or we might just do it, and then you all will find out later. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week. All right. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. Oh wait, 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 what? Next week. We're watching oh, Dinosaur cool. Season 2, Episode 10. The name of the episode is How to Pick Up Girls if you're looking for it on Disney. And uh, Episode 5? Yep. 4? 5? Five? Five, five. Of, of Hi Honey, I'm Home. So if you're watching with us, How to Pick Up Girls, Dinosaurs, Episode 5, Hi Honey, I'm Home. That's what we got. Now we're done. Have you a good week, got it, dude. Podcast.